I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining all his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. Chris. Welcome to the 10th podcast. Yes, 10 already. God, time flies when you're having fun. And I want to start off with a call to my mother. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, I don't understand why when I phone you, you hang up. I didn't. I pressed the tick and I kept saying hello, but you didn't answer me. You kept saying hello. 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 Okay, that's better, right? No, so, no a student sent me the, um, the thing of the house. But is it a castle or a house? A mansion. A mansion for one pound? Yeah. That's not bad. But why don't you want to buy it? Why don't you want to do the auction? Well, first of all, I don't like Scotland anyway. But wow, this... What's wrong with Scotland? No. <laughs> Are you joking me? And uh, they've ripped... It's a show. There's poppies to... in Scotland. It costs you millions to put it put it right. Uh, but there's poppies in Scotland. Oh, well, we know that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> they were all there were also some in your nan's garden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it? A five-hour drive? It was ridiculous to see a flower that was around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but you said there's no windows in it, nothing. They took all the stained glass windows out. They've removed all the marble fireplaces. So they stripped it. So it's just... It just a shelf. Yeah. Hey, okay, but you could turn it into anything. You could turn it into a bed and breakfast. You could turn it into a hotel. Are you giving me a loan to do this? If, you, if, you, if it's an auction, you, and nobody's going to want to buy that, probably. You could do it for £100 and maybe you get accepted. No, you'll get somebody. You'll get somebody buying that and turn it into, like, say, a hotel or something. It's a now, nice building, though. It doesn't it doesn't look nice building. I can only see a small picture of it because when I click on the link, it doesn't open properly. But I was thinking yesterday because we were speaking to one of our um, friends who say she's in Milan now, but she's from Brescia. She was saying, she's doing this project thing. And we were talking, I don't know why, we ended up talking about English grammar. And I said, I bet you, my mum doesn't even know. If I said to her something about grammar, you probably don't even know what it is. Because at school, we don't learn grammar. Now, so let's, let me try then. Let me tell you something and see if you know what it is. Okay, what's a preposition? I don't know, but to me, it sounds like preparing something. I don't know. Mm, what is a verb? This is easy. What's a verb? No, it's not. No, I, I don't know. Verbs and nouns, I don't know. Verb, um... Is it... <laughs> you really have no idea? No, the meaning of a verb. Um, is it, does it, does it, is that the one that describes something or is that a noun? I don't That's know. That's an adjective. An a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. An adjective. Thank God I didn't get my English intelligence from you then. <laughs> right, go on. So, go on. What no, an adjective describes things. Right. Okay, so beautiful, long, whatever. Okay. Right. A verb is a doing word. That's right. Mm, so, thanks. Yeah, you were testing me, that's why. You were just checking to see if I knew. Yeah, I just did uh, if you knew. So, <laughs> you want to become one of my students? I'm not that expensive. It, what it's describing word. I don't know. I just told you that's an adjective. 
I don't know. <laughs> a noun is an object. A, a noun is a word like table, chair. Yeah, the I name that, that you give school. to something. Uh, you, didn't, you, know, you didn't study anything at school. Did you study English no, at all? No, we did. We did. We were supposed to learn them at school, but I never got them. I, never, so, never. I won't even ask you what you think a conditional or an inversion is then, my God. <laughs> Hang on, I have to get my fly spray. A fly's managed to get in my house. Fly managed to get in my house. They don't last long in my house to get out of spray on them. <laughs> Uh, there you go through it. You could you could be on the new advert for fly spray. Do you want me yeah. to contact somebody and ask them? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me know then. See you later. Anyway, See you. Bye. 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 So that was Susan the Fly Killer. And I'm sure my mum's joking when she says she doesn't like Scotland. The trip she's talking about, my father came home from work and said, Get in the car. I've seen a flower. I've never seen it before. It's the best thing ever. So my mother, my father, and I got in the car and drove for four hours and also with my nan, and drove for four hours up to the border of Scotland where we found a poppy, which was actually in the back garden of my nan, about two miles away from where we were living at the time. So an eight-hour drive for nothing. But Scotland is a beautiful place. Recently, I took some students to the city of Edinburgh. Have you been? Now I'm going to use a little story from the trip to Edinburgh with my students to explain the other thing that I was talking to my mother about that she obviously knew nothing about. So like I said, don't worry if you don't know the grammar terminology. Neither does she, and she's English. So the story is, I took a group of students to the beautiful city of Edinburgh, which I actually prefer to London. Edinburgh, as you know, is the capital city of Scotland. And one night on the way back to the hotel after dinner, we were on a bus because you have to get the full experience. And there was the students and I on a bus. I was standing up near the door. As the bus took off, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a man running towards the bus. But the bus was moving, so he was obviously going to miss the bus. The bus driver didn't see this guy, whose name is Kenny. We know, as you'll find out in a minute why. And the next thing I heard was a big boom. Kenny went under the bus. He headbutted the side of the bus and ended up rolling under the bus. I quickly said to the driver, stop. The driver, why, why? He really didn't want to stop. But when he did stop and go out and open the door and see what this big bang was, he realised it was a drunk Kenny. The guy who was stood next to me in the bus said, Hey, that's Kenny, don't worry, he does it all the time. So our new friend Kenny got onto the bus and went to pay for his ticket. Okay, the driver nearly killed him, but he still asked him for the money. And because Kenny was 20p short, he couldn't get on the bus. Poor Kenny. I wonder what Kenny's doing now. If anybody in Edinburgh knows a guy called Kenny who's a drunk, let me know. I'm sure there's only one drunk Kenny in Edinburgh. That evening was quite eventful as well. Just before we actually got onto the bus, we came out of a pub in the centre of Edinburgh and we saw two guys, proper muscle, muscle-tastic, gigantic men, arguing in the street. And one of them said, You're not sleeping in my bed tonight! And then headbutted the other one and blood splattered out of his nose. That's a lover's quarrel, or a lover's tiff in Edinburgh between gay guys. Quite scary. One of our students wanted to take a picture, but we just ran. But on this trip with our students to this Scottish capital, I learned quite a few interesting things about Scotland. One, the fact that the castle is built on top of an extinct volcano. I had no idea. And the fact that the old town of Edinburgh originally consisted of one main street, the main thoroughfare, which was the Royal Mile. Well, it's still called the Royal Mile. But it's actually more than one mile long. Change the name. Also, it's the first city in the world that had its own fire station. Started in 1824, and it's still open today, so if you want to go and visit it and take a picture, 
you can do. Also, there's 112 parks, as well as Kenny and Headbutting Gay People. What more information do you want? Ah, also, Princess Street Gardens used to be a moat, and lots of people were drowned in there. How nice. So when you're jogging or sitting there relaxing, sunbathing, having a little sandwich, just think about all the people who were drowning above your head. Back in 1624, on one day, 11 women were drowned there. Nice. But like I say, it's a great city, but don't take my word for it. Go and see for yourself. Just don't try to use a GPS because they have streets on top of streets, on top of streets, on top of bridges, on top of streets. And your GPS just goes crazy. And I want to give a quick shout out to Magda, who's a very important person at the Royal Castle in Edinburgh, who helped us out with a member of staff who was working there, who was extremely rude and didn't use some, let's say, royal vocabulary with some of our students. Thanks, Magda. You're a star. Two, three, four. Some grammar, some grammar, some grammar. Let's talk about some grammar, some grammar, some grammar. Okay, today we're going to look at the parts of speech in English. Not only for my mum, but for everybody else who's listening. Because I'm sure there's many English speakers out there, native English speakers, who haven't got a clue still what half the terminology means. So, normally there are eight, but really ten. Because two of them, numbers nine and ten, come under the category of another one. Okay, so... There's eight in general and then two extra special ones, let's say, which are included in the other eight. Are you confused? I am. So let's get going and stop all this gobbledygook. So to start off, we're going to look at what a noun is. A noun. A noun is a person, place or thing. We're going to use Kenny as our example. So Kenny is from Edinburgh and he got hit by a bus. Kenny, Edinburgh, bus are all nouns. The next thing we're going to look at are pronouns. I, you, he, she, it, we, they. Okay, let's use an example with Kenny. Kenny was drunk. He was drunk. So we use the pronoun he instead of the noun Kenny. Now the next one, verbs. Some people call them doing words. Okay, so Kenny ran towards the bus. The verb in this sentence is to run. Run is obviously in the past. So verbs, we all know what a verb is. Adjectives. Adjectives describe nouns. So, Kenny ran towards the big red bus. What are the adjectives in this word? There are two. Big and red. Now, the next thing we use in English, but not really that much, to be honest, an adverb. Adverbs describe verbs. They can also describe other adjectives or even another adverb if you want. Sometimes adverbs end in L-Y, but not always, so be careful. You can't just stick L-Y on the end and say, it's an adverb. Also, the words like very and to are also considered adverbs. They're not considered, they are adverbs. If you're not sure whether a word is considered an adverb, see if you can answer this question. How? So, how did Kenny run? He ran slowly. Slowly is the adverb which is describing the verb to run in this example. So, how did Kenny run? Slowly. Conjunctions. Conjunctions are words like if, but, or and. In an example, hi Kenny. Kenny ran towards the bus, but the bus set off and nearly killed him. A conjunction is used to connect two sentences together. So, in this sentence, the conjunction that we used was but. Prepositions. Everybody loves prepositions, don't you? I can hear you thinking already, my God, prepositions. And my mother thought it was to prepare something, like a cake. My mother is prepositioning a cake. 
Oh well. So prepositions are many things: under, beside, in, on, at, with, and towards. So the example we used before when we were talking about conjunctions: Kenny ran towards the bus. Towards is the preposition in this case. And the eighth one: interjections. These are used to express emotions. So, oops, this is an interjection. Oops, Kenny missed the bus. Oops is an interjection. Now, like I said at the beginning, there is also a number nine and ten, which many people don't consider parts of speech because they can both come under the category of adjectives. I'm talking about articles and determiners or quantifiers. So, an article, as we all know, is a, an, and the. And some examples of determiners or quantifiers are many, a lot, some or any, enough, several. These are just a few examples. So let's use one in an example using Kenny. Poor Kenny, I'm using him a lot today. Kenny drank many beers. So a quick refresh of the eight or ten parts of speech: nouns, pronouns, verbs, adjectives, adverbs, conjunctions, prepositions interjections and number nine and number ten are articles which also come under adjectives and then also determiners or quantifiers which also come under adjectives so these are the eight or ten you decide how many you want parts of speech in english and now i think i want to take a trip to edinburgh who's coming i need a drink where's kenny kenny doesn't matter where you are in the car or at the bar is an anagram of risk. Chris.